What's up, everybody? Welcome to the third episode of Real Deal No Chill. Thank you, everybody, for subscribing to our podcast on Google Play, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts, we have 12 five-star ratings. Woo! Woo! Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And please continue to um, comment on on all of these um, platforms. We would love to keep hearing your feedback. But again, this your girl, Brittany. Tanisha and Maya. All right. So we got a really juicy, juicy topic today. So the topic that we're going to be speaking about is near and dear to my heart. Um, I spoke to all the ladies about it and they all had some really good things to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so breaking generational curses. Yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's the topic. It is. I know we can talk days and days about this, but we have a few that, you know, we all want to touch on. Right? right. Right. So I think we're going to start this one off with Maya. Ah, I knew you was going to do that. You was looking <laughs> at me. I was trying to hide behind the mic. Ain't no hiding. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. Just kidding. She is. All right. <laughs> So Maya, like, let's talk about it. What's up? Um, I actually have a couple, but I'm gonna talk to talk about one that I think can fit all of them. Okay. Um, I would say so. My mom, she had me when she was twenty one. Twenty. I had my daughter when I was twenty one, but and then I had my son when I was twenty four. But um, I think I was pushed and encouraged to get married because I was having children. Mm-hmm. And I guess that really, I guess it, it becomes a generational curse because it's, it it's, I guess it taught me that I have to stay in a relationship. Okay. Let me back, backtrack because. Okay. So, it's near and dear to your heart. So yeah. you got to make sure you feel <laughs> let me, it. Let, like, me, let me backtrack. Woo, yeah. So my, as I told y'all in a couple episodes ago or last episode, I was married, mm-hmm. um, we were married young. I talked about that a lot. Uh, just the, you know, the relationship, how we, how we started, how we got into the marriage, and how we just gave up. Right. Um. I would say why it's a generational curse for me is because for a long time I felt like I had to stay in it. Right. Because my my I saw my parents have a long relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. They're still together. My grandparents were still together. So it just felt like I had to be in a relationship. I had to do this. I had to do this right. But in the meantime, I was hurting myself right. because I wasn't happy in a relationship. He wasn't happy in the relationship. Our children weren't happy mm-hmm. in the relationship. Right. Um. So eventually, it came to where I just separated from the relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that, this is why I say it can touch on all of it. A lot of it um, come to play with finances, you know. Ooh. So um, me staying in a relationship also was also a comfort for me because, right. um, like I said, I had my daughter at 21. I moved out when I was pregnant with my daughter. And it was a struggle because I didn't know how to pay bills. I didn't know how to save money. I didn't know all this. And so I had him there. Right. It helping me. It was a dependency me. thing. Yeah, it was a dependency yeah. thing on me as well. So I guess with me breaking that, gen- me leaving that situation had encouraged me to, 
you know, start looking into my finances, learning about credit, right. learning about all different types of things, learning that I and that I don't need a man syndrome. Oh, <laughs> taking it back to episode two <laughs> that, for real, for real. <laughs> learning, learning that I I can depend on myself to do things. I don't need to depend on anybody else. Not necessarily a man. Not necessarily a mom or dad. Right. Depending on anybody's situation. Um, I didn't need to depend on anybody. I could depend on myself. Right. But also, that is also me starting a generation curse within myself for my children Ooh. as well. Mm. If you think about it that yeah. way, that's me. I'm showing my children like, you know, the opposite of what my parents showed me. I'm showing my children like, you could be a strong independent. You don't need a man. And I don't want to show my children right. that. Right. 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 That's exactly. not what I want to show my children, but that's just what I, the situation I'm in. So I went from breaking one generational curse to starting a new generational curse, when I, which I'm trying not to do. Right. I'm trying to show my children that they can start a business and hopefully eventually I'll find love one day. Yeah. You will, girl. <laughs> you will. Um, you know. Speaking into existence. Yes. You got this. But no, to piggyback off of what Maya's gener- generational curse is, it, it definitely goes um, right into mine. So I feel like, you know, for generations, um, just not me, but several people in our culture, they actually grow up in a one parent household. True. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we most of the time, you know, unfortunately, we see the single parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually seen the single dad. Yeah. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also see, you know, the single mom that has a stepdad in the, their lives. So you have a, a father figure, but he's not your, your real father. father. Right. Um, so I'm actually the person that's breaking this curse. Like I I would be, um, you know, that person that I want to say, I want to be married before I have children. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, you know, I know my man as a boyfriend and then as a husband right. and then as a father. As a father. Right. I want True. to know him in three different aspects. Right. Um, so when I do get married, I want to make sure that we are married for a while Right. Before we have kids, mm-hmm. um, just because I want to make sure that, you know, I understand his needs as mm-hmm. a exactly. as as a as a husband mm-hmm. first. And then, you know, our children come. So when our children do leave the house, mm-hmm. I can continue to love him and know him as a husband and a father. Right. Mm-hmm. So. That is one near dear to my heart. Like I definitely want to be married True. with a husband and right. then children. So um I really feel like a lot of people that do not have um a father or a mother in their life, they're they struggle a bit. Absolutely. Right. What do y'all think? Yeah, they okay. have big struggles and sometimes they don't they don't want to acknowledge it. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm fine. I had my grandmother mm-hmm. or I had this person. But I'm like, the person, if it was your mother, the person that gave birth to you, mm-hmm. she wasn't there. So that's still a void. Or your father. Yeah. He wasn't there. I know it it, it, it it was bad for me. Right. right. You know, you like, dang. Like, in your head, you think, why you don't want me? Right. Like, why you not yeah. around? You know, what did I do? I'm just right. a kid. And if you don't deal with that and yeah. you make amends um, with your father or your mother, um, 
and you forgive them, yeah. you will be haunted by it. Yeah. You will be forever cursed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the curse is um, like you're angry, angry when you hear people talk about yeah. their fathers. Yeah. Or, you know, when you talk about your dad or you talk about your mom that wasn't in your life, yeah. you 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 get emotional. Absolutely. And um, it could be emotional in an awkward position. Mm-hmm. Like you could be at work and somebody could be talking about their mom and they ask you and you'd be like, uh, don't really know what to say or right. or how's your father's day and you're like uh you know that's right. that's really just one of those things that i don't want to mm-hmm. have for my children yeah. and what i can say is um i i have i didn't grow up with both um but i would say that i have forgiven and i have moved on and understood that those people did not realize that the decisions that they were making was affecting another person's yeah. life mm-hmm. right which they don't they don't get that man no. if you if you could say that the decision that i'm making today is probably going to affect someone's life for the next 20 to 25 years 30 yeah. to 35 years maybe People wouldn't do it. Right. What do y'all that's, think? Yeah, but that's too much like right. Yeah, it's too much like right, right? <laughs> it's too much like so, right to think that people would have that. that well, kind what of I'm doing is I'm I'm thinking about that. I'm yeah. thinking about like the decisions that I make today, will they affect negative negatively mm-hmm. affect someone else? Right. And if it will, I'm not gonna do the shit. Right. I mean, uh, that's just what I'm doing. Yeah. So True. just a piggyback, I for me. Uh, I can't relate to that because I have both there. of my parents, yeah. but my dad grew up in a household where his mom was the only person. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and there was 13 of them. Right. So she had to be tough on them. She had to show yeah. them tough love. So I don't feel like my dad was shown the right love. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a, true. Yeah, that's, so yeah. cu- coming into, you know, him getting married and having four children of his own, my dad struggled with us show, showing us how to love. Mm-hmm. So I never like how a lot of people had that great father relationship yeah, with their right. dad. Yeah. I don't have that with my dad just because he didn't know how to, he doesn't know how to love. And he's, he's actually uh, working on it a mm-hmm. lot. He's working on a lot of, as he's gotten older, but I see where in that in me, where there's times where I'm not as affectionate with my children right. because I felt that from my dad exactly. and I'm not trying to be like that because everybody wants to feel that love. Yeah. Mean. You know what? That is really funny because um, I would honest. I can honestly say my love language is from from the way I seen love yeah. when I was younger. So the way I seen love when I was younger is well, the the two people that I was I grew up with, which is my grandparents. My my grandfather showed love to my my grandmother. Um, with acts of service, with yeah. making sure that he had mm-hmm. the house in order, mm-hmm. with making sure that he was doing what he needed to do. Right. There wasn't a lot of an f- affection yep. there, um, but he was a good provider. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how I learned how to love. Mm-hmm. So going into my current relationship, um, I, I when the you know what is the other ones um, um uh, acts of service um f- yeah. a physical touch yeah, physical and touch. um 
interesting. And I just was looking at the book the other day. And, and, my and a big one, a really... Acro- affirmation. Oh, yes. A words really, of aff- affirmation, yeah. right? A really big one was words of affirmation yeah. for me. And like I said, the way that I was taught to love is if you're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, That's you're enough. showing yeah. it. That's right. enough. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I struggle right. a whole lot with words of affirmation. And I struggle a whole lot with PDA physical touch. Like, yeah. I'm like... Yeah. Man, I came home and I did X, Y, Z, man. You don't appreciate that? Or even when he shows it to me, I'm like, oh, great. But I don't really feel loved from that. So, I mean, really, the way that you see love when you're little or when you're growing up, Mm -hmm. it it can affect you, too. Because you mimic it. Yeah, you you, you, yeah. See, you feel like that's good. Okay, hey, mm-hmm. I saw that. Then that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah, but it's actually not. Like what I had to do is, I looked at my parents and I see, I saw what they were lacking at, and I started uh-huh. to say, "Dang, maybe I should ask the questions as into how their parents were with them." Because right. I know how right. my grandparents were with me; they were great. Right, but that don't mean that they were great parents. Parents, I, right? Whew, that you is exactly. deep because yeah. most yeah. of the time. People grow up with their children yeah. mm-hmm. and they don't understand how to parent. And mm-hmm. then they learn, unfortunately, from their kids mm-hmm. how, to how to parent. parent. And then they mm-hmm. understand how to be a parent when they're a grandparent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. True. And my aunt told me that. I was talking to her one day and I'm like, man, you know, grandma was great to us. Right. How was she to you? And she was like, she was mean to us. I heard and that I was too. Like, For my real? mom said that. She was like, the way she treats y'all, she didn't treat us like that. Right. And I was like, she was the best in the world to me. Man. She was like, no. And I was like, she was like, she didn't tell us she loved us. You know, yeah. we didn't hear that a lot. And I was like, wow, that's why you say that all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, mama wasn't like that with us. And I right. was like, man, you got me looking at my grandma sideways. Right. <laughs> exactly. But that brings she the us, best. That actually brings us back to another generational curse with, you know, people being raised by their grandparents. And then like from from there, you know, they actually have their ch- their children raised by mm-hmm. their parents. And mm-hmm. w- one thing I can say was, and I shout out to Mama for real, she broke that. Mm-hmm. She definitely did with my sisters, and um, yeah, but with my sisters, like she, you know, she's making sure that they're raising their kids. Yeah. Not to say that my sisters are not raising; they wouldn't raise their kids, right. but she definitely makes sure she puts that boundary that I am a grandmother, yeah, right? And I come, I when when they come, they understand I'm a grandmother. They come to stay the night, not live, live with with, me. Gra- with right. me, you know. And she definitely shout out to her. She really did break that curse, and yeah. I and I'm very I'm I'm grateful for her for that because I know when I have kids. That's another reason why I'm staying on this path of wanting to be mm-hmm. married because my mama really is drilling it. Like you need to make sure that you have a solid, solid foundation mm-hmm, before right. you have these kids because right. you will struggle if yeah. you do not. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, and the first thing I, I, I do is, mama, oh, I'm gonna give that baby over here to her. She'll be able to raise my baby better. No, right. you raise your own kid. All that going to the club on Friday yeah. nights, dropping it off with the granny. Nah, mm-hmm. my mama ain't about that life. And she really did even... stop it for real. Yeah. <laughs> for I'd be real. like, dang, mama, you not going to babysit? Mm-mm. She can sit at home. That's her baby. The funny thing like, is my mm-hmm. granny is still like that for her great-grandkids. She'll let you bring them over. She, that's just her role because right. she's done it, mm-hmm. really. Because my, my granny raised us. Um, You know, my mama did come back. But, you know, she was a, she was a, a kid when she mm-hmm. had us. So... Um and she turned out phenomenal. Right. My mama is a boss, and I want to emulate a lot of things that she's done in life. Um, but 
we we were raised by my grand grandmother mm-hmm. uh, a good amount of the our childhood. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I stayed with my grandmother too, but I left on my own. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad at my mom. Like once they my grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> She was like, I bet I won't enroll you in school. I was like, babe, I get enrolled. Exactly. Somebody, I don't remember who enrolled me, but they enrolled me in school. And I stayed. And my mama was so hurt. I met my grandma came and she was like, well, her mom, she was like, you hurt your mom feeling she was in church crying. Really? Yeah. It wow. is it's hurtful. Yeah. I'd be like, come home. And you'd be like, no, I want to take my granny. Like, yeah. no. But it's funny because <laughs> I think it's just what you get when you with your grandparents because yeah. they so yeah. loving oh, yeah. because now my nephews are like that like mm-hmm. when we go stay at Nene's house oh yeah and my yeah. sister's like no come home why you don't want to come to my house why yep. you want to come home you yeah. want to sleep on Nene's floor versus coming home and they like yeah cause you get away <laughs> with it yeah. you know like, what I'm saying they give you what you want right. when yeah. at home your mom is like no but over grandma's house it's like okay whatever you want oh yeah, yeah. so exactly. you get used to that and you're like I just want to live here exactly right. you yeah. just want to live there <laughs> you know when I when you at granny house she making the place yeah okay you know what I'm saying she doing whatever you need it's just like well, let me just snacks. stay over okay. there like yeah I was like uh-uh, kept the snacks on dick yeah <laughs> my grandma had the snacks we used to watch movies like my grandma, we used to watch. I remember we watched Friday with my grandmother. Um, y'all remember the Master P movie? I got the hookup. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 not that one. Um, Bowdy. Y'all remember the real hook? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. <laughs> we watched that. Uh, Imitation of Life was one that we used to watch a lot. Have right. you ever seen that old one? Girl, no. Mm-hmm. But what I can yeah. say is when you bring it up these movies, <laughs> I was able to watch the movies that I wanted to watch in yeah. my grandma's because I'm like, look, when you, when you, most likely when you with your mama, she ain't gonna let you watch Boys in the Hood. That's no, what you, we watch that's what you hood, go yeah. in the back room for. Uh-huh. Right. But when I'm at granny house, I'm gonna go to the back room. My granny gonna be at the front. She, what you doing? Uh, watching Nickelodeon. But I'm in there watching Boys in the Hood. Right. <laughs> but we had movie night. Like, we sat up and watched the movies with my grandmother. Yeah. And we get candy. Like, she would pass out candy to us and we had uh-huh. movie night in her room. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. We Very cute. On the movies. Now, but, I think another generational curse that we really need to touch on is the fathers really not being there. Like, yeah. how, what that does to you as a person. Like, I yeah. feel like it, it kind of sets you up for disappointment. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially if you have that in and out dad, that dad that comes and then he 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 gives you all these hopes. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he don't actually show up when he needs to. <gasps> That can really set you yeah. up to be that hard person yeah. that you yeah. you turned out to be. Like, you know, like, uh, I ain't going to depend on nobody. I'm going to make sure I get it on my own, yeah. you know? Because yeah. you don't want to be set up for disappointment, right. period. So I definitely can say that that definitely affects people. It affected and me a lot. I honestly can say you can tell the difference between a man that grew up with the dad and a man that did oh, not. Oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Girls yeah. too. Yeah. I tell people you can tell when you're talking to him. It's like, oh, right. Who wasn't in your life? Somebody right. was right. missing because you crazy or, mm-hmm. or you're angry, right? Yeah. Or even if you didn't have a father figure, like I. One thing I can say, I, I was lucky because I definitely had a full time father figure in my life, right? Um. But it still wasn't my dad, dad which boy. is it's which is a difference. But yeah. at the end of the day, like as I grew up and I understood what I really needed right. from a father figure, I got it. Yeah, I ain't tripping. Yeah. That's okay. why I was able to forgive. 
Absolutely. and be okay with that. But you know, I know some people they they're not like my brother. You know, to to give an example, and I hope he's okay with me talking about this. But it really, it really, it really didn't sit well with me when um, we was having a conversation, and he said, you know, I I had to learn how to tie a tie for my homeboy. Mm. Yeah, that's her. That yeah. that would break my heart as a yeah. mother. Like you. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. Like, you know, you at a you're at a wedding when you're like 25, 26 Mm -hmm. and you're learning how to tie a tie from your homeboy. Yeah. And you the fact that you he remembered that. Yeah. It hurt me. Yeah, it should. And and I look at parents like, dang, like what what was what was what was going through your head? Like, why right. didn't you want to be there for your kids? Right. right. That's what I. That goes back to what I said. You know, when, if people understood that the decisions that they're making today mm-hmm. is actually affecting another human being, yeah, maybe they would do right. better. Right. But most of the time, I would just say, you know. You ain't know better. Because if you knew better, I right. would hope you, you would do better. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. See, but a lot of guys just think that, oh, I'm paying child support. Like, yeah, that's enough. Right. And that's not okay because mm-hmm. the kids are not going to remember the money you sent. You spent no. the money not. you sent to mom. Mm-hmm. They're going to remember, oh, my dad took me uh, fishing the other day. Exactly. Right. My my dad used to do this with me. Right. Me and my mom used to go to the pool all the time. Uh-huh. Right. They're going to remember stuff like that. And you want to know something? Um, Chris's young or middle sister um, I love the relationship that she has with her baby father. Mm-hmm. They're not married, right. but when I say like he is an amazing dad mm-hmm. and she respects the hell out of him for that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what that man does to like, not say he does anything to her, right? But she will not disrespect him because of the love that he, she, her daughter has for her father. Right. And it, it is is so amazing to see. And I always tell her, I'm like, man, I like the relationship between, you know, your your daughter and your your boyfriend or your her father because man, it's like we were at a we were they were in the car with me. I can't remember where we were, where where we were, but. Mm-hmm. Um, he FaceTime her. Right. And she knows her daddy's voice, baby, because she lit up like a star. And she Aww. was like, Daddy, that's my daddy. Yeah. He was like, Hey, baby girl. It was the cutest thing. Right. And I honestly can say that I see a difference mm-hmm. between, you know, his middle or his oldest niece mm-hmm. and his youngest niece. Just a like a daddy, like you mm-hmm. can tell that she needs and want that daddy figure because yeah. of the way that his youngest niece is, and right. it's it's a beautiful thing. And and I'm like, oh man, you know that hurts me yeah. to see that for his oldest niece because I can tell at the young age that she's at, she's yearning for her father, right? And when you're yearning for that. You know, it's easily to be led astray. Yeah, quick. I agree. Yeah, like uh, uh, people don't understand the importance. Like I know I was angry for a long time, mm-hmm. long time. I was like, I'm just gonna boot these niggas and keep moving. Right, you're not mm-hmm. gonna disappoint me. Right, I'm gonna be the one to move. But I had to sit down because I never forget my cousin. I told her one day I was mad about my my daddy or something, and I was like, Girl, if I saw him on the side of the road, I wouldn't even use my spit. Uh, no, I said if I saw him on fire on the side of the road, I wouldn't even use my spit to try to get the fire out. Ooh, and she was like, yeah, 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 she was like, you can't say that. And I was like, girl, you can get off my phone. Like, right. yeah. you don't know. But then I was like, you know what? 
I have to forgive this man because I'm sitting around here angry and he's going about every day with his life. About like his it's life. nothing. And, and I'm like, that goes mm. back to what I, my mama always say. And man, shout out to my mama. Cause she really be spitting them gems, man. She said, being angry at somebody or holding a grudge against somebody is like you drinking poison and expecting them to die. Yeah. Yeah. Like you cannot yeah. hold on no. to that because like you're you're holding all that right. anger, you're yeah. holding all that animosity, and they're chilling. It's affecting you more than it's affecting, it's affecting them. them. Yeah. Right. I feel like, like it's like a cancer. Yeah, it exactly. is. It, like it, is. It, it, it sits there and you just let it sit there and it continues to spread. Right. But mm-hmm. if you get it out. Right. You're okay. Exactly. But going back to what Maya said, you know, mm-hmm. it's 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 not all about, you know, the fathers being absent by body mm-hmm. it emotionally absent yeah. parents not even just fathers right mothers, mothers too yeah yeah emotionally um absent parents can affect somebody too like oh yeah you had your mother and you had your dad but you noticed that your dad was emotionally not there right and you're saying that it it hurts you it does to you know, you feel that that affected you, beloved. It it does. It, it affects me a lot. Um, I think a lot of times when I'm searching for love, I'm looking for that love that I wanted from my dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and True. I think that's where the problem comes in with the wrong man that I date. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so with with that, you know, you got to get some in, like some within healing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. therapy. I actually oh, yeah. I. A lot of people don't know this, but, you know, I'm going to say this on air. I went to see a therapist when I was in college. Mm -hmm. Um, I went for about 90 days, um, Mm -hmm. not every day, maybe like two or three times a week, just to make to just make myself emotionally Mm -hmm. back to where I need to be. Because it was a lot of things that was going on, you know, um, like I spoke about on the first or second episode, I was in that relationship where, um, yeah, I pulled the beauty out of it, but it was some fucked up shit that happened in that relationship yeah. that oh, I, yeah. I mm-hmm. allowed to go on mm-hmm. because I just didn't, I didn't understand. I was missing um, the feeling of being wanted. Yeah. Right. Um, and I was allowing him to cheat on me. I was mm-hmm. allowing him to do some bad shit to me. Right. Um, and it was just like, what is wrong with you? You right. know that this is not right. Yeah, right. But... And people kept telling me, kept kept telling me, kept telling me, but I just couldn't grasp it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Well, hold on, stop. You gotta go see somebody. Yeah. You gotta find." And the thing is, the emotional issues that I was having, it wasn't even from him. It was from me. Right. I chose to stay in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I chose to keep accepting it. Right. But I, at first, it was like he, he, he. he. You but when self. you when you actually go talk to somebody and you actually, um, you know, figure out what the issue is, right. it's that man in the mirror. I yeah. know. You have to, <laughs> right. That's why I tell you, you can't always put the blame on the other person. You oh. have to look within yourself and ask yourself, what is wrong with me? Right. Yeah. And try to fix the issues within yourself. Yeah. Right. And I did see... Uh, oh, let me just touch on this. My dad loved me. Let me just yes. let me just put that out there. He did love me. He just didn't know how to show, show it. it. Yeah, that's a, um, it's okay. Yeah, I did yeah. that. I definitely that's most people though. But I had I did go see a therapist for a, long, a while, a counselor for a while, and that's where we came to understand that it wasn't my dad who 
didn't know how to live. So he wasn't taught how to he love. Right. So mm-hmm. it's all a generational curse yeah. in itself yeah. of him not being taught to love. And speaking on going to see counselors and therapists, that's another generational curse. Oh, that yes. we feel like we yes. can't go see, we don't have mental health problems. We, we can't yeah. go see therapists. We t- talk to counselors. Like it's not like, it's okay. We, we look at people, look at people like, oh, she's seeing a therapist. She crazy. She crazy. That's why. Yeah. That's not okay. No. If you think about it, like I even kind of did that just now. Like I'm, I ain't afraid to admit it. Like right. why? Why did I say that? Because it shouldn't be an issue. It no, yeah. but it's, I think people. It, the more they hear people saying that they would go, more the more people, people I think would be open to it. Right. They feel like okay, black people not going, but baby, right. black people going. Oh, to see oh there. man. <laughs> and to be honest, Listen. to have that listening ear. That is um, unbiased. 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 Yes, that's what it is. And they can actually. And then on top of that, they can show you like, baby girl, you're not the only one going through this, and you're right. not yeah. crazy. Right. This is normal. Like right. I was mm-hmm. like thinking that something was wrong with me. Why do I feel this way? Why do I need to see a counselor? Da, 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 da. And she was just like, "You coming to talk to me right now?" It's okay. Yeah. This is, it's okay to want to express your feelings to someone that does not know you, that mm-hmm. can give you an, an unbiased opinion or an unbiased, not even opinion, an educated, yeah. like, I don't know, statement about what you're going through right. and tell you, you're not, nothing's wrong with you. Right. And it's okay that you came to talk mm-hmm. to me. Right. But that is a generational curse because we always feel like there, you know, black people cannot have um, mental health issues. Right. And most of the time, we do. Because let me tell you, a big mental health issue that black people have that we do not, or a lot of black people, um, especially in the hood, mm-hmm. they have. It's a sickness that they can be um, emotionally tied or loyal to a color. That is a sickness. Oh, yeah. And people don't look at it like that. And, you know, you need to go talk to somebody to see why do you want to put all your loyalty to a color. Mm -hmm. And you were willing to kill over that color. Right. That is an emotional sickness. That is that. I mean, that not even not an emotional sickness. That is a mental illness that people do not want to acknowledge. Right. Because that is ridiculous to me. I don't know if y'all y'all can see that. I never wanted to be down. Yeah, girl. Oh. <laughs> not to no color, honey. I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm not about that life, okay? No. Yeah. Uh-uh, okay. You going to jump, jump me in? Oh, no, honey. <laughs> and that's another thing. You are okay with someone physically harming you. <laughs> to be right. down. To be down. No. That is, a, um, that is yeah. a mental illness. It is. But people don't want to acknowledge that. No. no. You know? And most insurances at your job, they pay for you to. I mean, there's a little clause in there for, where they pay for counseling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. even uh, in school, my job paid for it. Yeah, yeah. most jobs do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's all in there, and mm-hmm. they can't they can't tell that you're going to do it if you're right. going to take some type of leave. Mm-hmm. Um, they can. That is like a, a law. Yeah, yeah, right. And then they have to acknowledge that people yeah. get um um mental health breaks all the time from work. Oh, because that's they do. normal. Yeah. yeah, it is right. Yeah, so man, that's a good one though. Yeah, mental illnesses, mental absent illnesses fathers, right. absent. Um, I'm sorry, I don't even want to just hound on the fathers, but absent parents, parents, parents. emotionally and um, 
physically not being present, that is a huge Absolutely. generational curse um, in, within our generation. Yeah. Just uh, look at uh, the girls. Sorry. Just look at the the music that you hear today. Yeah. Yes. Just look at that. Like, I feel like all of that stemmed from not having a, a certain a parent yeah. in the household right. or not being taught certain things in the household. But the moms that, are teaching them that. Like, yeah. they need to get out here and get it. Like, oh, right. no. See, no. That's me. But the funny thing is, um, it now, even if you are, you know, going the right way or doing the right things, it's not cool. It's not right? cool. So no. I want to tell you, like, it's so funny. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I don't know if y'all know Sweetie, the one yeah. white tit, whatever. My type. Yes. My type. Yes, I sung her song, the My Type <laughs> thing, right? So she sings all these songs about being ratchet. She sings all these songs about, you know, fucking these niggas and doing all this stuff. But, you know, Sweetie has a bachelor's degree from UCLA in business. Okay. So she the, put that up. Exactly. <laughs> but it's, but it's, not cool it's not cool for her yeah. to for tell her. people that mm-hmm. she is educated. Yeah. You would not think that this girl is extremely intelligent because um, UCLA business school is a top rated school yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. and it's not easy to just you know you ain't just getting through there with your looks like right. you are studying and you, you are doing smart. what you need to be right. doing but the point is she graduated she has something to file back on but she's rapping about being nothing right but but that's what people want to hear that oh, is yeah. so do you think if she made a song saying um she went to school but we would listen to it, but how many kids in that younger generation do you think would really listen to it? That's the issue right yeah. there. Because I feel like everybody wants to, you know, they, they damn near sell they soul they for do. it. Yeah. Like, we need some more India Rees. Yeah. We need some more Erica Badu's. We need uh, some Lauren Hills. Like, don't change just mm-hmm. because you yeah, think yeah. that's the trend. Like, right. it's not okay, sweetie. Literally, sweetie. You have an education. Talk to our girls about going to get your degree. Right. And talk to our girls about having a backup plan. Then go mm-hmm. around and play. Right. But she's she not doing that. And that's a, that is a curse in itself because yeah. our children is being raised by social media right now. And our parents or the, 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 parents. the, the parents are letting them do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the way YouTube is set up is, you know, it's one click for everything. And yeah. then the next click you listening to, that's my type, nigga, that's my type. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. th- and this little girl is four or five or this little boy is four or five. And it's not right. So until, you know, we can break, also break that curse of not being like making it not cool to be educated yeah. mm-hmm. or to be a business owner and making it okay to be ratchet because it's easier. Right. You know, that's a curse that needs to be broken too. Absolutely. That's why J. Cole is my one of my favorite rappers. I do Man, like Kendrick Lamar, how you let <laughs> yeah. this uh conscious ass nigga go number one. You feel me? That's right. exactly what he said. And he's and listen to his music. He mm-hmm. he's been some gems. Mm-hmm. Period. I think the Big other Dot. one um <laughs> We said we were going to talk about. We're not going to touch on it too much because we have another show that that we're really going to touch on this topic. Yes, is finances. Ooh, man, let me. Oh my god, curse! I talked to Tanisha about this. (laughs) I know Tanisha got you know a big generational curse about this, but I have a listen. So the funny thing is, like once again, I, I like I told you at the beginning of the show. You know, my grandfather was the head of household he took care of everything whatever but he did it in cash 
And if he mm-hmm. said, if you don't got cash, you shouldn't be paying for Absolutely. it. Right. 100%. And I and I I get that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When you a millionaire. Absolutely. <laughs> because you you need credit to buy a house. Oh yeah. You need credit to do a lot of things if you're not a millionaire. Absolutely. And unfortunately, you know, with him beating down, you know, our throats and I get I'm sure my mom, I'm sure, you know, my uncles and everybody else and down to us that if you don't have you don't need credit right? Mm-hmm. right so when i got in high school i mean when i got to college um you know i got my first credit card Ooh, wells fargo Ooh, girl it was the forbidden again. fruit and i got the <laughs> forbidden fruit in my hand and i was like "Ooh, i got a credit card yeah i would say you don't need one but with me not understanding how to and being educated on how to use that credit card Man, I got into a a, a black hole that mm-hmm. took a long time for me to get out yeah, of. Right, and you know, with that being said, my mom, you know, she same. She built her credit and she did what she needed to do. But then she also, when she was building, started telling me like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna add you to my credit card so you can have you know a long credit history or you know things like that." And when you know, when you get older, you need to make sure that you put your ki- children on the on mm-hmm. the credit cards at, at whatever age they can get be authorized on an account. Mm-hmm. You need to put them on there, too, because mm-hmm. when they turn 22, 23, 24, 25 they and they're trying credit. to buy a house, they have a credit score. Mm-hmm. Right. And if if they and, and it, the credit score, not even just they have a credit score, the credit score is a good credit score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have history. They have a they long have credit history. history. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's and a lot of people aren't educated on that. They mm-hmm. don't understand oh. that just putting somebody as an authorized mm-hmm. user on a credit card that you are using correctly can actually set that person up for great success. Yeah. Yeah. My a cousin asked me to add her. I was like, sure. Not getting a card. Right. <laughs> I can add you. And she called me. She said, girl, oh, my God. My credit score went up 30 points. I was like, what? Yeah. She was like, just from you add me. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Don't tell nobody. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what Finances and how to save, why you need to save, yeah. what yeah. you need to be doing. They didn't tell us that, you no. know, when, when they don't tell you or you don't learn in school and you're not. No. And then if your parents are teaching you, you don't really understand. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you need 20 percent down yeah. to buy a house. In most cases, that's 25000 up to like $50,000. Right. And if you don't know how to save. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just going to be out here putting about 5%. You put right. 3%. <laughs> you're going to put that 3% down. <laughs> you're going to be making um, payments on in PMI mm-hmm. towards interest. So you paying a fee on your interest. It's like double that's interest. Right. Crazy. Crazy. Yep. But, yep. you know. Where people are not educating their they're children no, no. Um, about that because unfortunately they're not educated on it. Yeah. So that's a curse, man. Right. That's, that's a big I'm looking curse. to break. And Absolutely. Well, I've already broke mine. Well, yeah, I had to. I have. Yeah. I refuse to live yeah. like that. My, my mama, you know, I, I shout had out to Nietzsche Brown because she definitely helped me out a lot when it comes to finances. Right. And see, I taught myself. Well, I mean, I. I start. I'm a researcher. I like to research stuff, right. but I taught myself because I was like, I'm not gonna live like that. So I, once my cousin told me a little bit about credit and then we just started going, I t- 
took a class and everything because I wow, wanted to know you everything. Took a class? Yeah. yeah, I took Education. a class one Saturday, yeah, and right. I was like, I want to know because yeah. I felt like I wanted to teach financial literacy to kids. Right, Ooh. like I wanted to go into the school, you know, and talk to the kids, but really tell them don't mess with those student loans because oh man, that's, that's, not that's a whole nother <laughs> man. Yeah, we so, have a. We have a whole, have a whole show, show that's coming that. up very, very yes. soon on Just finances. It, it, and it'll, it'll blow your mind. Let right. me tell you, I'm I'm not I'm no ex- expert. I'm definitely um getting everything I need to get mm-hmm. together, but we have a whole show that we're gonna talk about yeah. that pretty right. soon. Yes. Um Tanisha is gonna actually lead that because right. that's how me and Tanisha actually got really, really close because she was financially savvy and right. it was man beautiful because right a 740 credit score has more buying power than a hundred thousand dollars right yeah is that true 800 but 800? 740 is good okay i, read, I know i read great. something like that because yeah. i've been reading up on it trying to get my my yeah. stuff together right you know? so yeah, i, I just much, want but. to um end this on you know tanisha yeah. telling her credit score right now because <laughs> i know it's up there <laughs> What is it? A seven eighty six? Goals. Wow, Those uh, are the goals y'all need. To yeah, be I know, not uh, scamming on rich ass niggas. Y'all need have an eight hundred uh, <laughs> credit score. You better ask that man what uh what he got in his retirement fund. Exactly. Does he got four hundred one k? Somebody told me uh you would ask that on the day. Uh, yeah, because yeah. I need there might not be a second one. Okay. Exactly. Because uh, you listen. Because when you get married to somebody, their credit score can affect you. Exactly. It really can. Right. It really uh-huh. can. So you really need to know. Exactly. So man, I told y'all we can go on for days with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. man. It's this is a good one. This is a good one. I feel like this is gonna be a part two coming soon. Right. Um, um, where we are going to be talking about this again because yeah. I know we're going to get a lot of comments on this yeah. and people are going to want to talk about it. So let me go ahead and um, wrap this one up with giving you guys our um, feature business Yay! of the day. So uh, the feature business of the day is my best friend's business. It is called Tic Tac Toe Hair Lounge. She is located um 2705 Little Elm Parkway, Little Elm, Texas, Seven five zero six eight. Um, she is a hairstylist. She's a beautician. She's a, a barber. She's whatever you boss need her up. to be. Right? She is a boss. My best friend is a boss. You know, um, she started this. She started this business as a mobile business. She was doing mobile. Actually, start. She started in a shop. To be honest, she started working in a shop, and then she was like, you know what? I don't need to work for nobody. I can do this myself. So she started as a mobile hairstylist oh. mm. and now she has her own suite. And by the uh, Jan- January, she's going to have her shop open Ooh, and popping. Yeah. I'm telling you, my friend is a boss. Um, so um, how she feels like her business will impact the community. She says, my business impacts the community by bringing all ethnicities together and offering a safe space where everyone is welcome. Today's society is thriving on hate. And mm. Tic Tac Toe Lounge uh, represents love, unity for everyone who walks into my shop. Ooh, oh, I, I like that. I'm telling you, right? If you walk into her shop, you're gonna feel it. She, the first thing she's gonna be, she's gonna greet you with a smile. Great. She's gonna ask you if you want a shot because she got liquor. Oh. She is happy hour. <laughs> my stepmom. She got food. She got whatever you need, and then you're gonna be satisfied with your with your hair. Great. No matter awesome. what. That yeah. is. A, oh man, and, we love business. Right. Yeah. And also for our viewers who have biracial children, 
um, or know anybody who has a biracial child or somebody who has adopted a child uh, with curly hair. She has a hair class coming up on July 20th. Um, it's going to be to teach uh, by mothers of biracial children how to maintain their child's curly natural hair. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I like There's a lot of moms out here who don't know how to comb their daughter's hair or their child's hair. That's true. And so she's going to teach you how to protect and style your your child's hair. Yes. So if you want that, just follow her on Instagram at Tic Tac Toe Hair Lounge. We like to feature our business spotlight deals. So, man, this was a great show, guys. Ooh, 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 ooh. I told you it was near and dear to my heart. But uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Real Deal No, no Chill. Chill. To the fi- if you're new to the podcast, don't forget to go like, like, comment, and subscribe to us on all of our social media pages. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's going to be at realdeal.com. Oh, I'm sorry. Real Deal No Real Deal. Real deal dot no chill. Yes, real deal dot no chill. I don't know. I'm on them them damn social medias all the time. I don't know. I'm tri- I'm tripping. It's these generational curses, girl. But you know, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to real deal dot. I mean, oh my god, real deal dot no chill.